Welcome to Entrepreneurhood, where we break entrepreneurship down into three simple pillars, business, lifestyle, and motivation. Our goal is to use our personal experiences as industry leaders to guide and inspire young entrepreneurs to see the lesson in every challenge. Because we understand that companies don't succeed, people do. Now, welcome the leaders of entrepreneurhood, Lakeim and KB. Welcome to the neighborhood. You got your boy Lakeim in the building, and I got my brother KB in the building with me. We're on episode 30, and we decided to name this one Pull a Trigger. KB and I understand as entrepreneurs, you got to know when to be willing to take your business to the next level. But taking your business to the next level, like, simply requires a lot of money. And sometimes as entrepreneurs, we're like, nah, I don't want to spend that much. I ain't trying to do that. But KB, he found a quote of the day, and he's also going to let y'all know why we decided to choose this topic. So KB, what's the quote of the day? Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. Very true, bro. And this was said by Susie Kasson. And I always say this, like, I'd rather fail on my own than be in my own thoughts and never shoot. I'm pulling triggers all day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you got to let a couple shots loose because what's the point of having a gun with all the bullets and you're not emptying the clip? Yeah. Why even be a part of the, the game? Why be part of the fight? Why even be a part of this? Why even have a business? We all can agree that entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur is scary itself, but by making a major investment for your business is even scarier. Isn't that what it takes to be on the next level of entrepreneurhood anyway? Yeah. If you want to win on a big level... Yeah, and that's the main reason why we chose the episode to point out the fact that it's going to require money to scale your business at the next level. And when it's time to make that move, are you going to pull the trigger or not? Yeah, I feel like when it comes to investing in yourself, a lot of entrepreneurs, we try to tiptoe and we say, all right, like I might want to spend this or if this happens, I'll spend that. But you can't approach the growth of your business of cause and effect. Like you really have to have the mindset of I'm going to demand this. So then that way I could achieve that and I'm going to spend whatever it takes. You got to spend money to make money. Very true. I like to look at it a simple way where entrepreneurship is like school, where, you know, when you first learn school, you learn your ABCs, your one, two, threes, you learn your shapes. And as you keep advancing, you have to learn stuff that's more intricate, that's going to help you progress. So one thing about school, you probably never use it. Where in entrepreneurship, you use everything from your business, all the experiences, all the transactions, you use that as growth. So you got to realize that each level is going to be more required and it's going to be more money spent, but you're going to be making more money. That's the whole point of it. So you, if you gun hold to keep your money tight in your pocket, then that's all you're ever going to have. And you're not going to have that large amounts of money because everybody who got large amounts of billionaires and millionaires, they came from investing hundreds of thousands of dollars and millions of dollars. I feel like when I first got into entrepreneurship, I was extremely scared to spend money because I feel like I wasn't at that point that I was ready to invest in myself. I was just willing to take whatever punches I was given and just go with the flow. And I was like, yo, I only know what I know. Whatever I know is what I'm going to deal with. I think now that I'm more experienced, I'm understanding you only know what you know, but if you really want to take your game to the next level, you got to pay for knowledge and pay to invest in yourself so you could win on a bigger level. Yeah, that's facts. Basically pay for what you don't know so it won't hurt you in the long run. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was trying to get at. And you just helped me get my words right. That's what entrepreneurship is. Like I, me and you, 
there's a lot of things that we didn't know. And as we start getting more results, we just start paying for the things that we didn't. That's why I think this episode is going to connect with people is because when you want to play at a big level and you want to get big results, you need to invest in yourself. I'm excited. This is something our entrepreneurs, they're going to need. So let's talk about why we think our entrepreneurs, they need to pull a trigger. The first problem entrepreneurs have, they always say, what if I don't get my full return on my investment? <laughs> now, if you're a true entrepreneur, you're not working hard for a return. You're working hard for profit. That should be your main focus. You getting profit on your investment. But I get that you might be a little scared of you know, putting the, your first large amounts of money from your sales back into your business. But that's what it takes. It takes you putting the money right back into it, not spending it. This is not a job where you can get a certain amount of money for your time for take care of your business. No, you don't get paid based off the time. You get paid off the results. That is something that's extremely scary. What you said earlier, man, taking that money, that first big profit and investing it back in your business, it requires a lot of discipline because the natural instinct is you work hard for that. Now you want to enjoy it, but you can't enjoy it. Not yet. Like you have to give it time, double down before you start spending that money. It's level to it. You got to know what season ones. If it's fresh, you got to keep nurturing the baby. You got to keep feeding the plant. It's simple. When it's something of ours and we see that it's going, we try to show the other people or prove them that they're doing well. And that's why a lot of people slip up too. Because a lot of people see you doing sales and they start counting your pockets. Oh, you charge this much for $50 a t-shirt? Oh, you said you sold out on 100 t-shirts? Oh, so <laughs> how much money you got? <laughs> you can't. You know, let that get to you because you're like, yo, this is my business. This is what I'm doing. I'm reinvesting back into it. And you got to have that type of mindset. Yeah, bro. That's a big part of it. And yeah, I think I definitely got an example because it's scary, man. You just don't want to spend the money that you just made and potentially lose that. I feel the entrepreneurs. I feel them. <laughs> the second problem entrepreneurs have is I need to make one more adjustment before I release it to the public. Yeah, man. I feel like that level of trying to be a perfectionist in business, that's going to make you die in business. That's trying to aim and you never pull a trigger. And that's why we call this episode pull a trigger is because this problem is for all of the people that's always aiming and never taking a shot. Yeah, that's like staying in the practice gym. And when it's come time to play, you still trying to practice. <laughs> <laughs> Like that time is over, it's showtime now. Like you got to show the world what you got. And if it's not ready, then you're going to find a way to adjust it. And I think that people get so caught up on perfect that they realize give the needs to the people who need it. You have certain artists that have an album. Their first album is usually good. The second album, they probably want to make it better. And they look back third, fourth album later and like, yo, that album wasn't really good at all. But it was the best you was at that moment. Yep. You got to be the best who you are at the moment. You're always going to continue to progress and try to level up. Put it together, put it out there, stamp it, put your name on it, and send it. If you never just keep it in your house, then nobody else is going to know. Yeah, bro. I think our entrepreneurs for this one, they got to approach this problem backwards. Instead of trying to adjust it before you get it out, I think the best philosophy is get it out, then adjust it. It doesn't hurt to ask people for their feedback because you generally want their feedback, whether it's good or bad criticism, it's gonna help you grow your product or your service. The third problem entrepreneurs have, I don't want the responsibility of massive growth. 
Bro, being broke is scary and also having a lot of success is scary. And I don't think a lot of people even really understand that. There's a lot of people that they don't make decisions because they're scared of all of the success that's going to come with it. That's not something you and me, we think about too much because we love having these kind of problems. But I feel like there's a lot of entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs that this growth is scary to them. Success is scary. Yeah, I want those kind of problems. <laughs> <laughs> I would have problems like, yo, man, I don't know which island to buy. <laughs> I want those kind of problems. I want massive growth. And at the same time, I still want my freedom. I don't want to be working 24-7. But there's different ways around that. We're going to get into later where you can scale your business. But I want massive growth. I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a billionaire. A lot of people don't want that. And that's okay. You don't have to want that. Know the reason of why you're shooting for what you're shooting for. Don't just dumb yourself down because you're scared of hard work. Do all that you can do in the realms of what you want. Being scared of hard work in business, you can't do that. That's not how you're going to win. You got to be willing to put in the work and then just see what comes out of it. And if you went on a big scale, be ready for it. That's the beauty of having a team and having people in place. Any entrepreneur that's scared of massive growth, they don't have a team or they don't have a team that they're confident in. I'm definitely excited to talk about this. And I felt that though. I felt that like I was scared to win on a big level in one particular aspect of my business. I still tried to get the result, but I was just still on the back end, like underneath the surface. I was a little bit like concerned of how am I going to handle it? So I got an experience for this one. When it comes to the massive growth is that entrepreneurs is usually start off with just you. So you're thinking if I have 20 clients at this rate, I don't know how to manage 200 clients. And it's not about solely you. That's why a team is definitely in place. So you can't look at it from what it is right now. You got to look at it what it's going to be. And always try to duplicate yourself as much as possible. We're going to get into I'm going to love this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the first experience, right? The first experience is, what if I don't get my full return on my investment? And here's my experience, KB, because right now, me and you, we're trying to take our game to the next level quick. We're spending the money, and we're no longer scared to not pull a trigger. Here's my experience. Over the last, I want to say about a week ago, I was sitting in my room just trying to think of, I want to run a million dollar company in a year, right? How can I take my game to become a million dollar business owner? I'm tired of my team doing seven, eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars in a year. I want to be a million dollar owner. And as a result, I just kept thinking and I kept planning. I kept writing down ideas of what I have to do to get there. And ironically enough, you sent me something on Instagram and you was like, yo, late, check this out. I think this is something that might be, you know, of interest to you. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me check it out. I, I clicked on it one time. And I went back to it again. I was like, you know what? You sent that to me for a reason. Let me actually really dive at it. And it was the idea of getting a, a personal coach, getting a coach to help me get the results. I was like, all right, let me do a little thing of the free session. So I wanted to see what it was about because they said a free session, 30 minute session, whatever, whatever. I went through with it, scheduled it, did the call. And then 
it's funny. It's so funny because this is exactly what we talked about of knowing how to upsell from free. <laughs> and bro, that's what they did. The long story short, I wanted to get a coach because I feel as an entrepreneur, we're always coaching and leading other people. But KB, who's supposed to coach and lead us? When we enter this world of entrepreneurship, we become our own motivation. We become our own boss. We have to continue to find leadership from ourselves. I took a leap of faith and they gave me an option of getting a personal coach. And they said, yo, like Kim, we got two options. We could do a half a year of coaching for like $3,000 or we could do a full year of coaching for $5,000. And I'm like, this is a lot of money. What did KB get me into, man? You sent me a post on the gram. I thought you was helping me out. Next thing I know, you know, they asked me for five bands. Wait, did you use my affiliate link? <laughs> you see, like I knew it, was, it had to be some type of catch. I was like, dang, man. And then you know me, like I'm super impulsive. If I see value in something and a person delivers it right to me, I'm not going to play small because I want to win big. So <laughs> I do the $3,000 option and I end up doing a full year of $5,000. And KB, before I swipe my card and before I give him my card info, you should have seen me, man. I was asking every question in the book. So what if I don't like it? Do I get a full refund? How long can I try it out? I was thinking of all of the what ifs. What if I spend $5,000 and I don't get it back? And my heart kept skipping the beat every time. And the guy was just like, yo, man, listen, 5,000 to you may seem like something big, but if we help you hit the results of running a million dollar company within 12 months, is this $5,000 going to be worth it? And I was like, yo, man, this $5,000 ain't shit. He's a closer. <laughs> yo, and he sold me. And then I was like, yeah, man, let me get this coach. I need someone. I need that accountability. I was scared. I still hesitated. I, I pulled my credit card, pulled it out my, my wallet slow, and I read the numbers slow. Like It was so many thoughts going through my head, but I think I'm grateful that I did it because I know the results is going to take my game to the next level. And in entrepreneurship, that's what it takes to win. But what changed in you immediately as soon as you hit submit payment? What changed for you? I think I had a sense of joy. I felt excited after the fact, like after mm. I spent it, because I felt like this is me investing in myself. Everything up until submit, I was thinking of everything of that could go wrong. Yeah. Everything after submit was like, I'm going to make this work. Because <laughs> <laughs> the reason I ask that, because even when it comes to me, I have different ways of what if, what if, what if this but as soon as I pay, there's no more what if. It's this has to work. <laughs> I put my money in this. I'm going to make this work. If it depends on me, I'm going to make this work. And you just build that ultimate confidence because you're making the exchange. And when you make the exchange, especially something of money that people hold value to, you realize well, money is just a tool. And if I put it in something, I get money back out of it. Then I just, oh, it's something right for me. Just keep putting it, reinvesting it. And once you understand that, then you won't be so gun-holed about, oh, I don't want to make this 5000 for a course for coaching. And if you do things like that, 
So with me, my personal experience was happening this week too, when I actually paid to learn how to run ads. And I told you before, I said, yo, this weekend, I'm going to focus on how to market my business, my online app program and my products that I got coming, my merchandise and my app. Because people know that it's good, but I just got to get it to a wide range of people. And I don't know how to get in contact with that type of crowd. And I know I could do it through online instead of just having to DM everybody, post nonstop. There's different ways about it. And I've been seeing this dude ad for four or five months straight on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you're an entrepreneur, you probably see it because he has different ways where he tap into your search engines and really they lock, they get that data information in. That's why it always pops up. That's why we say, you know, the feds is watching. <laughs> but it's, it's just about what you've been typing, what you've been talking about. We all agree to these certain things, but that's another story. But I kept seeing this dude. And the first thing that he said in his line of his video, there's two kinds of people that run ads and they understand the data. And there's people that run ads that don't understand it. And they just keep running ads. And I was one of the people that didn't understand it. I know one ad would do better than another, but it's not based off the, the content. I don't know if it's based on content, based on my interests. So I was like, I'm going to pay for a course. So I'm actually going to check out this guy's video before I wanted to pay. When I was checking it out, it was another free offer. <laughs> I'm selling <laughs> from free. I'm telling yo, every entrepreneur listening, y'all got to go back to the episode KB and I talked about free game because this is, again, this evidence. The proof is in the pudding of the, the value of free. But go ahead, KB. So it was a free live webinar so this is live talking to the creator of the whole course and he's answering questions too like answering questions as people typing and i'm up two in the morning watching this webinar i was going to check it out i thought it was going to be 30 minutes thought it was going to be an hour after two hours i'm locked in yo i'm ready to sign i don't care how much it costs <laughs> <laughs> because they build so much value and i saw what i can do with this type of information if i could really tap into it and that's the thing as entrepreneurs I don't know what it is. I guess I got a big ego, but if I know if I'm equipped and I have all the tools that these other people have, I know I'm smart enough to figure it out. And these guys, they don't just give you the tools, but they give you a community and they give you an actual support group. By the time like, I'm ready to swipe, I probably was going to be like five, six bands. I'm already upselling what it already is in my head. <laughs> this is how many practice I got to move and I'm listening. And then you get to the end. Oh, it's only going to be 3,000. There's, but wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite line. That's my favorite line, bro. If you sign up today, it's going to be 30, 40% off. So I'm like, this sounds like a once in a lifetime kind of thing. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm already was baking for five. So I'm like, all right, 1800. I could probably do that. Then they said, no, if you sign up really right now. I never did this offer before. I'm going to give you six bonus courses that you guys can use for your business for a lifetime. And I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm signing. I don't even care. It's four in the morning. I'm getting my card out. I didn't even have to get my card out. I did it through Apple Pay. Because I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready. Because this is what I wanted. And that's the thing about going after something that you want and you felt is right. And this is what you need for your, your business at the time. You have to pull that trigger. You have to. All right. Now, to follow up on that, right? Like, same thing. So you were anticipating that product or that course to be five, $6,000 and you were okay with paying that. Why do you feel like 
entrepreneurs get so nervous of making a big investment in themselves? Because what was your thought process? Were you looking at that $5,000 that you were ready to pay as like an investment or were you just, what was your thoughts on that? I was looking at it as an investment, like I have money saved for my business for what reason? So it's, if I get money from my actual clients, I'm supposed to use that money for my next investment. I'm not just supposed to use that for my bills and buy nice things. I'm supposed to use it to reinvest to make more money. And I think the idea that I always have in my mind is you get income and then you buy income. The reason you buy income is how you make your investments. So you take the money that you're making from your initial thing, you split it up between your liabilities, your bills, you think you have to pay. You give a little bit to yourself, you enjoy yourself, but the other money is for investing. And what's better investment to make inside of your own business based on your own efforts? And I just felt like it was just a win-win situation. And I mean, 1800 in amount of uh, six months, that's probably spent on clothes and food. Easy. <laughs> so I'm like, I didn't get no money back from eating at a nice ass restaurant. <laughs> that's true. Did they give you like 30 day money back guarantee or was it like, once you pay it, that money is gone. What was the return policy? I don't even ask that. I'm like, yo, how fast can I make my money in 30 days? <laughs> I told you, man, I'm shooting blanks. I'm shooting. I'm pulling the trigger regardless. The reason I ask that is because I feel like what we want our entrepreneurs listening to try to get at is we know everyone don't have the confidence that KB and I have. Like sometimes, bro, like we just think to a whole nother level of, yo, we just confident in ourselves and we confident in being able to make it back. We going to spend it regardless. So I know we, there's a way for us to make it back. I'm just trying to figure out with our entrepreneurs, what do you think is the biggest thing that holds them back from reinvesting the profits? Is it the fear of losing it all? Is it the fear of not having the discipline for it? I think the fear of losing it. I'm like this. I started from the bottom. So everything I got now is profit. <laughs> I've been broke before. I've been underwater before. I ain't going back there no matter what. This is confidence built over seven years of trial and error. That's the thing. It starts by doing the little things. When I first started getting my first gym set, my first medicine bowl, all those little things, $20, $30 on my first clothing to make the brand myself as a trainer. These are certain things that give me this confidence to pull the trigger on something that's $1,800, $2,000. So you have to start small. I'm not saying go out the gate, use everything for your business and funding and for education if you're not really ready for it. You have to use it with discretion, but know what level you're at. And a lot of times we do know, and that's when the gut comes in that, where it's like, yo, if you're going to do this or not. You have it already. You have more than enough for reserves. What's stopping you? You. And that's always everyone's biggest critic and biggest asset to success is ourselves. It's like we lead ourselves to success or we talk ourselves out of success. But that makes sense. The next problem we got, bro, is I need to make one more adjustment before I release it to the public. That's what every entrepreneur says. That's the biggest thing of why most people never start or they never release that good idea. What is a good idea if no one's just never heard of it? How valuable is a good idea if no one's never seen it? There's no value to it. No one will pay you for something that they don't know about. I got two experiences. It's is when it came to the 
you know, us creating this podcast, bro, my number one idea was I'm so grateful me and you, when we jump into something, we like, yo, let's just get it out. Let's do a little bit of research. Let's make sure we don't look silly. But once we have a core, we just going to get it out. And then we're going to make the adjustments to it. When it came to entrepreneurhood, we just knew that we just wanted to make sure we had the basic fundamentals of what it took to start. And then we just started. And it's crazy because now I'm so grateful that we did that because even like our very first and second episode, when we released those, we was like, those are fire. Those are fire. (laughs) Ain't nothing better than these two episodes. And now we 30 episodes in and we go back and we like, yo, our structure sound weird. The, the quality of our audio wasn't the best that it could be. Our editing skills was trash at that point because we was so new. But guess what, KB? We got it out. And people like those first two episodes a lot. <laughs> so that's the thing is we so we shoot ourselves down and that's where it go back to the core today. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. We doubt ourselves so much and so judgmental to ourselves that we don't even get our chance for our ideas to breathe, for our dreams to fulfill. And I think that's a, a big problem for a lot of entrepreneurs who are really great and they just not letting the world um, show it. Like all their stuff is in their notes. <laughs> you got to get your stuff out your notes and you got to put it on a uh, platform and you got to package it and you got to pull the trigger on it. I was one of those people where I had, you know, people were waiting for the band program, my new uh, program on my app. I got it, but I don't think it's ready. Let me just try to tweak it a little bit more. Let me do this to it. Let me create, oh, I just thought a new workout tape. Let me add that to it. You want it to be perfect. You want it to people to gravitate. But by the looks of it, being that today was day one, they were done. Like (laughs) (laughs) My clients just complained just as much as before. If I never released it, then they never would have got that experience. And I just feel like we have to let go of the idea of the perfect release date, the perfect weather, the perfect time, and the full moon when we release our new product or service. You got to just relax and just put it in the maximize your effort, of course, but just get it out there. And once you pull the trigger, then you could actually breathe, relax, get their feedback, readjust it, and make the next program or next product even better. Yeah, bro. I feel like... That is a, a huge part of what holds people back in business, bro. It's just people are fearful of looking bad to others. And sometimes people, they need someone to be the pace setter. Every industry needs someone to like, to just start. And sometimes who I don't know who's listening or our people in the community, but like, sometimes I got to be you. That got to be you to be the example of just getting it out there because they could be that person that people look up to. But if you never get it out there, they don't know that you exist. It comes down to it is spending that money that you're holding on to. (laughs) (laughs) Got to think about it. What you got right now, you can't live the rest of your life with. Not okay with making the money you make now. You're doing good. I can't just check out and say, all right, I'm done. I'm retired. No, you got to keep going as an entrepreneur. We level success is progression. So if an entrepreneur makes, you know, 80K one year and they make 80K next year, they're going to think they themselves as a failure. But if you work a regular job, you're like, oh, I'm good. I get 80K a year. But as an entrepreneur, you're always trying to go above and beyond what you did before. And that's the beauty of it is that it's based on your own efforts. 
So if you make it 80 one year, next year I'm going for 150. Yeah. <laughs> and if I get 120, I'm like, all right, cool. Now I'm gonna still go for 240 now. <laughs> so that's what it's all about. And that's the beauty that we have the freedom and the control over our own destiny to a certain extent. Yeah. That's what entrepreneurship is all about. Getting it out there and then finding ways to continue to grow because our biggest flaw is staying still and not starting. I'm with that, man. And the last experience I got, KB, is when we say we don't want the responsibility of massive growth, man. My experience is this. Every year I tell myself that I want to open up four new locations in one year. And the more I experience in business, last year I kept telling myself, like, I wanted to do this. I wanted to open up four locations. When you have a bad patch or you have a bad year, and you keep those goals the same, it sometimes, it makes your vision a little bit blurry because I'm like, yo, like I'm having a hard time in my current situation. Do I think I could handle more or could I handle 10 times what I'm currently at? And that's the biggest mistake that we make is I was thinking like, yo, I don't know if I could handle four locations. I'm struggling making my current location pop. And entrepreneurs Again, when we think small, because I'm a victim of it too. Sometimes I catch myself thinking small because I need to spend more time creating my systems and developing my team. Because once your team and your systems are right, the growth is going to happen and it's going to be easier to handle the growth if you spend the time focusing on the systems and your team. And sometimes when you just focus on, that's a lot of work that comes with it. Yeah, it's a lot of work if you don't do the preparation before it. But if you do the prep work, the growth is going to feel easy. And that's what I'm training my mind to think. And that's what I want my entrepreneurs to think, too. Yeah, because like I said, don't look at it as just you watching over all these offices. If you have a team, then that's what the team is in position for to help you carry out the vision. Because more money sounds great, but more responsibility, not so much. (laughs) So like people, we want, you know, clients, we want to sell out of our products. We want to do these things. But once you realize, like, hold on. More products means more shipping labels, more packaging. <laughs> For training, I'm like, yo, I want 40, I always want 50 clients. And I realized, like, hold on, the 30 I got is overwhelming. I got to figure out a way to better this, this 30 before I ask for the 50. Maybe I just say I wanted 50 because it sounds good. But I'm like, yo, if I could help my 30 get efficient results, then I'm good. 30 for 30 instead of having 30 for 50. Yeah. So that's another way to look at it when it comes to growth, because you want your turnover ratio to increase. You don't just want to be a numbers game. And if I talk to a thousand people and 10 of them are going to buy. So I got to talk to 2000 people so 20 can buy. And it's like, <laughs> nah, <laughs> that's working way too hard. You want to work smarter at this level when it comes, especially when it comes to growth. Because if you don't learn how to scale and be efficient, then you might as well just get a nine to five because (laughs) you're going to be working a long time and entrepreneurhood is not never going to get sexy for you. It's going to stay ugly. They're going to realize that they're not built for it, bro. I say that all the time. If you don't spend the time fixing what you currently have, you're never going to get yourself to the growth that you want. Because here's another example that I got to follow this, right? Like I've had situations where I've had 12 employees in one week do a hundred sales. And then I've had weeks where I've had 30 employees do 30 sales. 
when that happened, man, the math just wasn't connected. I'm like, how do I have 30 employees and we do 30? Like, is everybody doing one sale a week? What is happening? And it's because my systems and my accountability, I got very lackadaisical. I wasn't keeping people accountable. And then when it was down to 12 employees and I had everybody make $1,500 in a week, it was just the accountability and my systems were sharp. So the growth could happen and you could be just at the same level of stress, if not less, if again, you get your systems right. Well, let's get into the solutions, man, because I, I feel like we, we've really stressed the problems today and the people are like, all right, I need to know what to do now because I want to pull the trigger, <laughs> but I just want to go shooting crazy. <laughs> For the first problem where you, you feel like you don't know if you're going to get a full return on your investment. That's not what you're shooting for. You're supposed to shoot for profit. So my main takeaway for that is create a bulletproof business model. And a bulletproof business model will include in defining your product or your service. What's the big difference between your business, for one? Two, who are you targeting? And how are you going to go after them? And what problem are you solving? And once you figure this out, and you put the ins and outs, best and worst case scenario, projection of sales, whatever you need to do to X's and O's, then you'll realize, all right, this is what the least amount of money I, I'm willing to accept. Yeah. And this is the most amount of money that I'm trying to go after in this certain time frame. And I think with a, a bulletproof business model, it will help you cancel out all those different fears. And it's all about you just actually just doing it and pulling the trigger. My takeaway is this. I want my entrepreneurs to know when it comes to getting a full return on your investment, Money is going to be spent one day or another. It's going to be spent regardless. You might as well spend the money on some education that could double and triple your income down the line. If we're going to spend it anyway, and if we have the money tucked away, spend it on yourself. Spend it on the education to take your business to the next level because that's what your business needs. We've gotten this far based on the information that we know. In order for us as entrepreneurs to get to the next level, we gotta pay for the information we don't know. Either way, you can't lose because if you don't get the return on investment and you get the knowledge, you better use that to make it back because now you're smarter, you're wiser. So. In the end, it's still a win if you're spending it to get the knowledge that's going to help you long-term. Yeah, and to piggyback off of that, if you don't pay for the new information, then you might lose out in your money from your competition, who, who is paying for it. So you always got to be a step ahead. It's like the, the Blockbuster story. Like the Blockbuster was killing. They Netflix came along, and I think they asked them to be a part of it. They, they rejected them. Like, now nah, we good. We got so many people run to our stores. Netflix was doing something totally unconventional compared to the traditional way. And you don't see Blockbuster no more. So <laughs> they bankrupt. They, that's why. So do you want to be Blockbuster or you want to be Netflix? Yeah, I'm trying to be Netflix, bro. <laughs> exactly. So you gotta pull the trigger to buy that new information or make those new relationships and networks. So I definitely agree with that, bro. For the second takeaway, regards to people who feel like they need to make one more adjustment before they release to the public, 
future shot. Everybody knows the same Michael Jordan said, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. And it, it comes down to that of being you know, confident that it's not the perfect thing. And it's okay that it's not the perfect thing because whatever it is that you will make adjustments to it. But if you never shoot the initial shot and really put it out there and gain the feedback from the people, then you never will know. And that's going to haunt you forever. And you're going to be regretful. Man, I think I had a millionaire idea. And then somebody else, boom, pop up with it. And then you're really going to be crushed. Yeah, because so, you never want to be that person saying, yo, I had that same idea five <laughs> years ago. It was in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> and, bro, and to follow up on what you just said with that solution, bro, is being a perfectionist, that might have been cool in school. That might have been cool in high school. Maybe even in college, that might have helped you out. In business, bro, perfectionists finish last. In business, the people who win are the people who execute. Execution is worship. And those are the people who take their game to the next level. Don't try to be a perfectionist in business. That is how you finish in last place. Or what KB said, if you try to be a perfectionist, you're going to be blockbuster or um, what's that camera company, Kodak? Bro, you don't want to be those companies that are no longer here. Those companies, they didn't adjust. They was trying to aim, and they never pulled the trigger when it was time to make the move. Or you don't want to be the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, the crazy thing is people or teams who don't make the adjustment, bro, they're going to regret it. Yeah. Knicks mixed out every year, and they're supposed to pull the trigger on the right draft pick. But that's, that's a whole nother episode. My third takeaway regards to people who don't want massive growth. And this is, they don't want massive growth because they're scared of more responsibility. People like to say more money, more problems. I say no. I say more money, buy solutions. <laughs> I'll say that one more time. More money, buy solutions. And what that means is you buy the help that you need. So whether you need a team, or you start paying people to do things for you so you get more things done. Whether you need coaching, you buy coaching, you get more education so you can get things done for your business. Whether you need to spend, you know, have your product in front of more people, you buy ads. So use the money in a smart way to better yourself in business. It should be helping you do something faster or it should help you doing something easier. The money is not there for you to just take. It's usually put back into the business then you reap the benefits later. Bro, that's so true, man. I hope the entrepreneurs heard what you just said and how you repeated that thing twice because that was a great takeaway. Like, I just really think that makes sense to me. To follow up on that, my final solution to that problem, I don't want the responsibility of massive growth. I want to say this to my entrepreneurs. I am releasing my own coaching program. However, I went and I purchased a coach. Why? It's because I want my value to increase. So when I raise my price and when I release a product or a new service, I am preparing myself for the massive growth. Because guess what, KB? I was going to grow regardless, but I want to be prepared for the massive growth. In business, preparation is key. And I know that's contradicting what I just said earlier, but you got to know how to prepare for the future, but then you still got to know how to execute. So my solution for my entrepreneurs is this, 
is know what your business needs to take yourself to the next level and don't be scared to prepare yourself for what's ahead. The future is going to be a reflection of the education that we pay for today. So I want my entrepreneurs to know you got to pull a trigger if you want that massive growth and don't be scared of it. Massive growth is a part of people who win and we want our entrepreneurs to win. Exactly, dude. I like to say this before we end this episode, man, is that we are entrepreneurs because we believe in a dream. And once the dream becomes a reality, we appreciate it, we, we love it, we are passionate before it. But to even making a bigger dream, it becomes a bigger business, it becomes more responsibility, it becomes more people involved. And it's levels to it. And we understand that. But in order to have those certain levels, Money is going to be the exchange majority of the time. And you can't withhold your growth because of you spending a few hundred dollars or you spending a few thousand dollars in order for you to get millions of dollars. So it's got to look at it, where you headed and where do you want to go? And understand that it's not going to be perfect time and perfect product. It's just you about going about it and doing it and really pulling the trigger. And the growth is something that, like they said, you want to prepare for it. And you also want to realize that it's a part of success. Growing pains is a part of life. So it's definitely going to be part of your business. And I want you guys to shoot your shot, pull the trigger, because the worst thing you can do is being regretful when you're 50, 60 years old, when you're not capable of doing what you can do in your 20s. Live your life to the best ability, man. It's entrepreneurial. Anyone can start, but only champions finish. Now that you've completed this episode, you're ready to continue your journey by connecting directly with our hosts of Entrepreneurhood. Follow us on Instagram at The Entrepreneurhood to stay updated with the community. For each episode, the first set of listeners to tag us on Instagram and leave a five-star review will be entered into a drawing to get a free one-on-one coaching session on the topic of entrepreneurship with our hosts. Remember, there is no shame in struggling because we fail, we grow, And we win right here on Entrepreneurhood.